That's that bit. I hope it gives you some idea that there are different ways of teaching and learning, and that when one's designing a school, it's pretty high on the agenda, or should be pretty high on the agenda. Uh, I've been asked in, uh, to just refer to CABE for a minute. CABE has introduced, I don't know whether you know, but minimum design standards for schools. Uh, this was a couple of weeks ago. It was announced by the minister. Uh, and uh, there is a process here which I'll take two minutes just to explain, if that's okay. Does everybody know, everybody know about CABE? Uh, if you're in the planning world, then probably you do, because a lot of your schemes are uh, you'll be referring to your school schemes, you'll be referring to CABE as part of the planning process. So CABE has um, set up uh, design review panels for um, all schools that are coming through the Building Schools for the Future program, certainly in the competitive stage, and they'll be calling in uh, at random schools that are coming through planning in the non-competitive stage of Building Schools for the Future. CABE has been given authority by central government, by partnerships for schools, to determine whether schools are good enough or not. And if they're not good enough, then funding will not be forthcoming. So it's a fairly major um, statement. This is on the basis that design quality actually has an absolutely direct impact on educational performance. And that's been established now beyond doubt, uh, and that has full government support. And so they're asking CABE to do this. So CABE has, has published some documents. It's on the CABE website. Very easy, and these are straight extracts from the CABE website. We know that good design influences behavior, attitudes, helps young people learn effectively, and helps teachers to do their job. So each scheme is graded against the 10 assessment criteria and given an overall design quality rating of excellent, good, not yet good enough, mediocre, or poor. That's the current, the current scenario. Um, we won't read that, but I'll come on to it in a second. So there are 10 criteria which CABE have used, and they've tested, and they've been doing this for some time, and they seem to stand up, stand the test of time reasonably well. So on the design panel, uh, they would certainly have architects. Uh, they would tend to have urban planners, people who understand the outside realm. Uh, they would have educationalists, uh, and they'll have sustainability experts as well to try and cover all the issues that are on these 10 points, which I'll touch on now. Uh, in the document itself, uh, there's some quite interesting examples there which are put in for architects and for bidders to uh, show them the best way of presenting their work. But they're quite interesting examples actually just to go into to have a look at as, as, as um, six schools. So there's a lot of information on them and it covers the urban realm as well. So just in terms of grabbing hold of some information just to look at different school projects, these graphic examples are, are, are quite useful, yeah? Um, and so the way the process works is that there's a criteria, there's some strategies, there's some other uh, influences that the uh, panel will take into account in terms of their assessment, and then there are a whole series of other issues um, to consider. So if you're evaluating schools, so perhaps you're in a planning process and you're evaluating schools from your own perspective, it's quite useful just to drop into some of these because I think some of these issues certainly and questions are, are planning relevant. So there are 10 criteria. Here we go. Here's one of them. Identity and context. Making a school the students and community can be proud of. That's the, the overall heading. The, the subheading school ethos and identity, relationship with the neighborhood, civic character. So here we are absolutely in the urban realm. It's central to CABE. It's central to school design. And I look forward to seeing what we can talk about that further today. So I'll just zip through the heading so you know the, the site plan 
making best use of the site, enhancing the character of the site, working with existing site constraints, and strategic site organisation. School grounds. So we haven't even got inside the schools yet, and we're on the third criteria. Relationship between the grounds and the building, social spaces, play, outdoor learning, physical activities, all the outside spaces. Getting inside the building, we're talking about organisation, creating a clear diagram, which relates to all the pedagogical stuff that I've just been, been talking about. Buildings, this is making form, massing appearance, work together, sorts of issues that certainly be looking at uh, as planners. And then inside, we found on CABE that an awful lot of material comes forward, but very, very little comes forward on what the insides of schools are about, which is rather extraordinary, really. And so it's something that CABE is, is certainly tightening up on. But the insides are absolutely crucial, as are the outsides. But we're not seeing excellence in terms of the work that's being presented to CABE at the moment. Resources, the whole environmental strategy of a building is, 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 is crucial. And then feeling safe, creating a space that's secure and welcoming, both inside and out. Also creating schools that can adapt and evolve in the future. And that's quite an interesting debate, and it comes back to how come Victorian schools seem to be standing the test of time, even though the way we're using them now is completely different to the way that they were intended, whereas we're demolishing an awful lot of 1950s, 1960s, 1970s, even 1980s and 90s schools in order to provide new schools. And let's hope that we're making schools that are going to last as well, perhaps, as the Victorian schools. And then the last criteria is... Is the whole thing successful? Can you put all these parts together? So that's, that's the CABE minimum design standards that people might just want to get onto the website to brief themselves about because it's going to become quite important. The way it works is that when schemes come to planning, so they'll have two reviews, but the third review will be when schemes are at planning, and if they fall below the threshold, the local authority will be advised of that, and the Department for Education and Partnerships for Schools will advise the authority that they can't proceed. So it doesn't affect the planning process, and it's not meant to affect the planning process any, in any way at all, but nonetheless it will be, uh, it, it'll be seen as part of it. Uh, that's my bit. <laughs>